interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report, Episode 2, everyone. Uh, I am Jake Lionheart, and with me this evening is uh, a wonderful, uh, salty person, probably the only person that's really salty this evening, uh, and that is Kay. Kay, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, just whining about cosplay again. <laughs> it seemed popular last time. <laughs> yeah. And then also with me is a, a person that's kind of salty, kind of not salty. We'll see how things turn out. Let's see what come, you know, what what starts ticking her off as we're talking. And that is the wonderful Nikki. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I I'm I'm feeling a little salty, but little yeah. salty. Yeah, uh I I thought it was going to be salty and then yesterday I just had a wonderful sugary day <laughs> where I thought how the heck am I going to do a salt report when I'm just full of like wonderful thoughts and rainbows and lollipop gummy drops and stuff. Um and uh I didn't do this last episode. I totally forgot, but um our shows are sponsored every week. We're one of the few uh, podcasts that are lucky to have sponsors. And um this week, we actually have a, a sponsor uh, by Vader Van Odin, Dark Insight's very own Vader Van Odin, who is a wonderful saltless cinnamon roll, and uh, we love him to pieces, and he's probably the reason why we're not as salty as we should be. So um, <laughs> if you guys want to go invade his Twitter and just make him a little bit less sweet, that way, we, you know, things even out. Don't do like that. that. Don't do that. That's <laughs> He's mean. too pure. Don't do that. I <laughs> to be honest with you, chocolate roses, and it was like so cool. <laughs> I was gonna say, to be honest with you, no matter how much salt you use, he'll probably use it to bake cakes with, and then oh. just turn it into sweetness, anyways. <laughs> so, like salted caramel. Yeah, yeah, you cannot stop Vader from being the coolest guy on Twitter and on podcasting. So. Um, Vader, thank you for your wonderful um, support of our show that's brand new, and uh, we appreciate you so much. So um, let's, I guess, let's get into it. Yeah, let's go. Um, like I said, I'm I'm not really salty. Um, so we can just go in the order of least salty to most salty. You want to do least salty to most salty? <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we're kind of in the uh, the not so salty segment, so I oh, guess that's it, true. It that's works. true. See, I'm still getting used to this podcast business. Yeah, we try not to be too salty at first, but um, I don't know. I think we this is the perfect <laughs> podcast for us because no matter no matter what it is, we somehow turn things salty. I think so. Um, this is good. Yeah. So my my first thing was um, there was like this Deadpool musical thingy that came out. I'm actually like a really big Deadpool fan before everybody uh, was in love with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um. I was in love with him before them, so. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, what is it exactly? Is it just like a parody of the trailer, or it's like a whole parody on actually Beauty and the Beast, and it's the Gaston song. Okay. And so instead of like nobody shoots like Gaston, it's like nobody shoots like Deadpool, but in like totally remixed to make it so way I more. Have- Additional questions. Yes. <laughs> Why is it always Deadpool? <laughs> I, I've seen this a lot at, at conventions. It's there's always tons of people that are like this character, but also Deadpool. And I, why is it always Deadpool? It's always Deadpool. Because he's cool. Yeah, it's it's well, tons of cool superheroes. <laughs> I don't know where where the 
the con thing is actually where okay, boom, salty. Um, the cons <laughs> are actually what makes Deadpool terrible. Yeah, is that usually people that go to cons dressed as Deadpool feel like they're allowed to be complete assholes when it's or just like, like just random, like or just yeah, I'm just so weird. Random. And it's it's usually like the Deadpools at Comic Cons that actually ruin Deadpool for everybody else <laughs> because they feel there like was... they just have this license to be jackasses and it's like that's not what the character is granted he is kind of a jackass but he's also really sweet he's also too. not real <laughs> and that too yeah <laughs> um all of the above. speaking of speaking of weird deadpools at comic-con so there were so many deadpools of fan experience for, first of all that they had their own photo shoot on the staircase um <laughs> meanwhile i got lumped into video games in general but um also there was a deadpool that he was a some sort of deadpool crossover i don't really remember which one but he was a deadpool crossover costume he's like dude let's take a picture and he goes to take a selfie with me and his sword almost whacks me right in the jaw oh. and i was like and i was you know like trying to be kind because you know it happens sometimes i'm like hey man watch your swords you almost hit me in the face there and he's like oh sorry and then he turns really quickly and almost does it again oh. yeah <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> it's like okay dude yeah <laughs> And yeah, that's the thing. I I know it's happened in comics where he's the type of guy that doesn't take off his suit. He'll put like a pirate costume on top of his costume. Um, and that's just because he's so ugly underneath his costume that he'd rather put a costume on top of his costume. Mm-hmm. But um, and then there's also like the kawaii um, <laughs> Deadpool. Well, that happens with everything, I guess. Yeah. So. And so like I, I think that's where it stems from, like just making him whatever cosplay you want but make it you know mecha deadpool or lolita deadpool or something like that but um other than the the comic-con deadpool's kind of ruining it for people um this musical was pretty hilarious um and it just put me in a good mood because it's one of my favorite like disney songs ever and then so (laughs) it's him singing it and so i'm like yeah i feel good and there's all kinds of violence and profanity and shooting and killing and i'm like yay i feel good i don't know why that makes me feel good that sounds terrible well it sounds like it's pretty cool i'll have to check it out yeah it's it's pretty funny and then whoever they got to do probably the voiceover i don't know if it's the same guy inside the suit kind of actually sounds like he's doing a ryan reynolds impression um i feel like ryan reynolds would be down for that so maybe it was really him but i wouldn't know (laughs) it could have been it looked like his actual like movie suit so i want to be surprised um, that dude's hilarious. I don't know if you guys ever saw his like thing where he went trick or treating with little kids dressed as X Men. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's got kind of like a, a YouTube channel that he doesn't really use, but if you go to it, yeah, he has like he went trick or treating with all these little kids dressed as X Men, and um, in true Deadpool fashion, was like telling him like you know catch your heads in the damn game. We're going after the candy <laughs> and like all kinds of stuff like that. It was pretty hilarious. That's great. Um, so yeah, so that made me made me like really sugary and happy, and then um, I'm also a music nerd, and I found out that this one artist I like named SZA um, has a new album coming out. Who knows when? Because apparently it was supposed to come out in January, and it's been pushed back. But she was on Jimmy Kimmel performing a new song called Drew Barrymore, and the song was really good. And so I was all happy about new music coming sometime, and. Um, so I got excited about that. And I'm like, oh, no, like more nice stuff. I can't be salty. <laughs> and then after that, there was this video of this sweet little girl who was looking at a water heater 
and she thought it was a robot. I don't know if that you guys saw it. That pretty cute. I'm like, she's like, I love you, robot. And I'm like, I oh, love no. you, little girl. It's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, so it was cute. super adorable. And then to make things even worse or better, I don't know how you want to look at it <laughs> because of our podcast. There's somebody did art of Reaper in a kimono and it's like really beautiful and awesome. And I can't wait for somebody to cosplay it. Okay. Um, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it might happen. We don't know. No, it's not going to happen. Nikki. I dress as Reaper. <laughs> it might happen. I'm not, not going to do it. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. So there's all this like cool, awesome stuff happening on the internet. And then, so I'm like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to be. I hopefully for the salty seb- segment, I can pull something out. Cause I do have a problem with road rage. So, um, <laughs> So hopefully that'll flare up some saltiness, but yeah, I've just been enjoying everything that happened yesterday and especially that video, that little girl was just like, how can I be salty today? She loves the robot. (laughs) So cute. Well, that's good that you're not super salty, I guess. Yeah. So that was, that was my not so salty moments this week. That's good. I've got some not, not so salt. I was going to be salty about Breath of the Wild, but then I thought on it, I'm like, mm, no, I just love this game. It's so good. <laughs> so, that, that's not much salt. What do I got? Oh, uh, there's a really cool Widowmaker statue that's coming out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> My notes, I have it in big print with a bunch of dollar signs surrounding it. <laughs> I'm it's not really as expensive as that Lady that. Maria figure. And that's why I won't be getting this Widowmaker, because Nikki's got to save for Lady Maria. Because if I save now, it won't hurt as much when <laughs> she comes out in like a year or two. So that's that's good. I, I'm excited about that. And then uh, Friday, I decided that um, I want to be a clone trooper, so I'm going to embark <laughs> on that wild adventure once... Probably next month, because this month is really packed with stuff. Because I'm rushing to finish uh, a Dad 76 cosplay for SakuraCon. Oh, that looks cool, all those pictures you've been posting. Oh, I know. I need to get the mask done, and I'm, like, stressing about it. Please tell me you're going to wear, like, horrible, like, golf socks with those sandals. Uh, you know, I have these really cool, like, awful... I've got some good socks. Um... I have shark you socks. You have to wear socks have, with them. I have argyle socks. I have Perfect. shark socks. I have socks with a cat with a Christmas hat on with some bling that says Merry Christmas. Like, I have bad socks, you guys. Honestly, I the love argyle socks. socks are really dadly. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, you know, I'll find the best socks and then I'll probably get your opinions on it. Did you get best. the... Did you get the beer glasses like I suggested? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea where to even find them. I guess I'll have to order them. I might do that, but I did find some uh, clear plastic that I'm going to try using, and I found some really cheap like red window tinting that I can do. So I might just put a sheet of the window tint, because it's used for like uh, brake lights to just yeah, cover totally. it. That'll and work. Just like maybe do two layers of that and then cut it out and see if that works. But I yep. need to finish I've, the mask first. Right now, I I've seen like... people do that for sure. Oh, cool. So, because I won't have time to order the like plastic dye where I like dip it, and yep. otherwise I'd do that. 
but no, yeah, that's no also really that. hard and it sucks. Yeah, you gotta get to <laughs> the perfect temperature plastic. and then, ugh. then you might melt it. Like, oh my god. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you know, not not much salt, just good good cosplay stuff happening. That's cool. I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I saw that Widowmaker statue, and I was like, this looks cool! And then I saw the price, and I'm like, no, I'm poor! Yeah, I was like, not as cool. (laughs) I I don't know why I thought this, but I'm like, if this is $50, I'm still going to, like, get it. And I'm like, As if it would ever be $50. (laughs) Right. Exactly, right? Actually, I saw the price was $160, and I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. No, it's it's not yeah. bad. But it's not I already bad, pre- yeah. I pre-ordered the Tracer and Android, so I I can't stretch for this one, yeah. and just all the other junk I've been buying lately. Uh, but if it was a Mercy figure, I would have slammed that freaking <laughs> pre-order button so hard that my mouse would have like gone through my desk. Like, <laughs> I have priorities, you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's all good. All right, it's up to me now. Yep. Yeah, you're you're not yep. so salt, which is pretty salty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So on Sunday, uh, I think my friend sent me a little Facebook invite. It's like, hey, come to my JoJo's Bizarre Adventure themed cosplay party in a month, and I have a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure cosplay, but I've been working on one since like December, like a new one. I'm work and I. I'm like, well, this is as good a motivation as it gets to finish that. And uh, that's reminded me that Spandex is a fabric created by the gods to punish cosplayers for their sins. It's the worst fabric. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I'm making it worse for myself because the character... The character's Diego Brando, for anybody who cares about that. He's uh, from the Steel Ball Run arc. But he wears a, a shirt... That's sort of got a waffle print, um, lattice work, gold and green shirt, and so I'm doing that with stretch applique, and applique sucks kind of to begin with, but it it's worse when your fabric stretches underneath it and slips around and just generally doesn't want to cooperate. So I've had to do this weird roundabout thing where I put um, a stick-on interfacing on the back of the one fabric and then spray glue the second fabric on top and then kind of like draw the pattern on the interfacing and sew over the lines. And it's just been a mess. But I think I'm getting the hang of it now. So uh, hopefully I can get that done before April 22nd, which is the party. And if not, I got to back up, so whatever. Is, is Diego the one that's like a raptor? Yeah, he turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> so weird scary monsters it's so weird don't worry about it my friend was like yeah diego he's a raptor i'm like what do you mean he's a raptor he's like he's a raptor like he doesn't look like one he's like he's a velociraptor and i'm like what no he's not he's like yeah diego's velociraptor like i am looking at this man right now and he is not a velociraptor he turns into a dinosaur that's a stand that's so cool there was somebody at uh there's this little convention at uh, the Evergreen State College called Chibi Chibi Con, and it usually falls like a month before Sakura Con. And uh, it was, there was, it's a nice cute little convention, but uh, there was a Diego Brando and she had a raptor tail. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Fuck that. (laughs) It was really funny. (laughs) 
I'm kind of like say, excited about it because it's like such an ugly costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna look so stupid. It's gonna be great. <laughs> He's got this like helmet, like a, an equestrian helmet that has his name on it and like these letters that. They're just sort of like suspended on wires so they like bounce around as he's riding his horse. It looks so fucking oh stupid. I can't wait. I can't wait. No, this is going to be good. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I've heard a lot of good things about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I have no idea where to start. The beginning? Uh, at the beginning. But like like anime or like manga or... Uh, oh, just um, do anime. Yeah, if you're confused... For, at the if you're watching the beginning, go back and read the manga because they kind of go at light speed for the first two arcs. Okay. Um, it's kind of like they just wanted to get through it, so they do two arcs in one season, awesome. and then after that, they start doing one arc per season, and it's um. they slow down a little bit, and it's not quite at the breakneck pace that they do for um, Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. Yeah, I, I think I liked. Uh the second arc the best because it was like short but not too short and it was very fast paced like I liked that and then getting into arc 3 it felt like it was dragging for me yeah um, that's true I I just noticed that a lot of times I've seen people on Facebook be like I'm so lost and so they you know it's and I have to tell them like just just calm down keep watching if you get confused read the manga because it's takes it a little bit slower but it's yeah. also manga, so you can read it pretty quickly. Also, the yeah. uh, well, depending on where you're watching it from, like if you're watching it on Crunchyroll, they had because of licensing, they have to change a lot of the names for people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the that's bad like guys. the best. <laughs> so it, it's good because have, you know, um, you'll, you'll hear the name in Japanese, but then the subtitle will say something easily, completely different. Easily, the worst one was in part four, where. Josuke writes the word surface in English on a piece of paper and holds it up to the camera and the subtitle says, its name is Show Off. Like, fuck you, Crunchyroll, you didn't even try. You didn't even try. It's so good, but you get awesome Some of them are like, yeah, it's it's really funny, some of those um, copyright friendly names. I just, like, there's, uh, there's one stand in part seven that is, it's Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap is the name in Japanese. That's cool. And um, he hasn't appeared in the anime yet, but he is in a couple of the video games, one of which I have. And um, I searched forever to find a voice clip where he actually says it. And sure enough, the subtitle says, Filthy X at a reasonable price. (laughs) 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 It's my favorite thing ever. But then sometimes they get lazy with them. Like I went into the... the, uh, character model viewer to find frightening monsters which is like come on or worse yeah. company that one's really bad yeah worse company what was uh there was like the oingo boingo brothers and they changed I don't remember. To something weird yeah, i don't remember what they got was it because of the band <laughs> they can say yeah. yeah it's all they musical references say, yeah they can't they can't <laughs> some of them some of them got to keep their names yeah soft and wet gets to stay soft and wet <laughs> But which that one's weird because that's a prince reference, but the other prince reference didn't get to keep its name. I don't understand. But yeah, well, like Dio's just straight up named after yeah Dio. The band Dio. He got to keep his name. And then uh, there's Robert Eo Speedwagon. Well, Speedwagon gets to keep his name because Speedwagon yeah, was a car just... before it was a band. Exactly. And then we get uh, the Zappelli name, which is based off of Led Zeppelin. Uh, there's Ooh, a character Jay- named Ton Sorry. Petty, who is 
Tom Petty. Yeah. But that one wasn't changed. Like okay, that, now so. I already love this, and there's I didn't know I did. There's lots of really... There's lots um, of really good then, uh, references to bands, and then there's yeah. straight-up band names in there. Yeah, the weird change. one I thought was that Jay Gal got changed to a different Jay Gal band reference, which he got called Centerfold. So, oh, yeah. Which I actually kind of like, but... Yeah, I don't know. That sounds cool. I'm going to check it out because I'm sold on just their names alone. Yeah, honestly, I... The reason I started reading JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was because someone told me a spoiler, and I was like, that's a bunch of bullshit. There's no way right? that's true. <laughs> it totally was. <laughs> it's so great. Like, I, I love it. And then uh, I was watching, I, like, marathoned uh, the third season last year, and my dad sat down and started watching some of it with me because he heard the uh, the ending credits song. He's like, I know this song. What are you watching? Oh, yeah, they use... Um, they use english songs for the ending credits the first two the first season is uh roundabout by yes the second one is walk like an egyptian yeah i don't don't remember what they they changed it for the second part half of season two to shoot what's the runaway train or something last train home something like that yeah i think it was last train home and then season four is i want you by savage garden yeah it was just really great i love it (laughs) so good season three part four but yeah, right, it's right. great. Part four. It's good. Very cool. We like turned into a JoJo podcast. Yeah, for a no, bit. I was like, what <laughs> I'm just like kind of like I'm listening. Like, this. I want to watch this now. Or you just gotta watch it. I need to catch up on Arc Four because I stopped watching it. So does Arc the, Four um, is the one that has my favorite villain. Yeah, Killer Queen is the best. See, he just showed up, and that's when I stopped watching. And everyone's like, "Nick, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <Keep> going? <laughs> He's the coolest." I will. I will. <laughs> I was gonna ask: Is the um the manga art as cool as like the cover arts and all that stuff? Or, um, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not all in color. So that's a little different, but yeah, it's still very, really like it's heavily stylized. And well, it is at first. After starting with part five, they all start to get really like reedy and thin. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. But they they stay pretty. They stay good. Because some of like I was yeah I, I kind of googled the Diego guy and like I seen some of the art. I'm assuming from the manga, and it looks really cool. So I'm like, oh man. Is all the art, like, is that just, like, a design art, or is that, like, actual, like, how he looks in the books? Cause... Uh, well, I have to Google him now, because I'm not sure what art you're looking at. <laughs> it, it's all really, really good. Um, yeah, that first art of him looking over his shoulders from the books. I think it's one of the covers or something. Okay, yeah. That's, like, really cool art. I, I remember... And the uh, fourth picture is also him. Yeah, that's real art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki po- for for the people listening at home, Nikki posted something from the manga. Yes, but, yes. We gotta show Jake that this is what he's missing out on oh, if he doesn't yeah. read the manga. I haven't read this, the manga, but it this Diego been, uh... Brando search result is a healthy mix of fan art and real art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, it and also looks art like from the, the video game. Okay, yeah, that's what I was looking at too. Because I'm like, this art looks familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like what's that one? The fifth fist of the North Star or something like that. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> totally. It's it's kind of a fist of the North Star ripoff to begin with. 
Um, oh, really? It, yeah, it's that's how it starts out, is that it's kind of a Fist of the North Star homage or whatever. And then but. it gets, like, a little too similar to Dragon Ball Z with, like, harnessing energy, so then it switches mm. to stands. And yeah, and then really- season four is where they're like, what would happen if everyone in 50 people had an extremely specific superpower? Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> let's just rewrite this arc as like an alternate universe and then he's just kind of going through that vein with the rest of like after was it part five no after part six part Part seven and eight are their own universe yeah because when it finishes up with jolene yeah that's the last one in this main line that's going on Mm -hmm. oh jojo's so good jojo's really good (laughs) it's peak anime someday i'll be grandpa jojo for sakura khan it'll be good it'll be great it'll be fantastic oh no (laughs) (laughs) the other weird thing about jojo's bizarre adventure is that because it's been going on for so long it's a lot of other anime have ripped it off yes and so now it's kind of this weird product of like anime inbreeding where, like, other anime have ripped it off, and now it's coming out as an anime and kind of, like, aping the style of more modern anime in some parts, and it's like... Or it's or it comes across as cliche because it's like, well, it wasn't cliche back in the 80s, but now it's 2017, and <laughs> we've, we've had a lot of anime since then. <laughs> I definitely need to check it out now. You do. Is it on Crunchyroll, yes. you said? Yeah, it's, it's on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll oh. has all of it. They just finished up uh, part four fairly recently, a couple months ago. And there's no um, announcement for a part five yet. I'm which real my mad friend about keeps, that. My friend, he's <laughs> just like, <sighs> such and such many days since... If they don't do part five, they won't do part six or seven, and that makes me sad. So, yeah. come on. Let's let's do Vento Oreo. Go. Let's do it. They Even if it's it. not my favorite. <laughs> So what else you got on your list? I know you're not oh, just yeah, salty about spandex. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting real annoyed with Salt Lake Comic Con Facebook page because now oh, that no. we're in the post-convention phase, everybody started begging for different guests again, oh, and it's just it, it's always kind of driven me crazy. It's really annoying. Um, there's there'll be like 50 different people. They're like, we should try and get, you know, such and such. Uh, actor I've never heard of or we should try and get Peter Dinklage or we should try and get like it's not gonna happen but okay there's always yeah. like five people asking for Benedict Cumberbatch oh my God. Um, the worst one by far the one that annoys me the most is this woman that's obsessed with Dick Van Dyke and wants him to come to Comic Con and so she she posts about him every single day literally every day she has her own little hashtag for it it's life without dick she starts every post off um, day we're up to day 192 today day 192 of life without dick here is your daily dose of dick and then she posts like a fact oh, about him or something shit. it drives me <laughs> fucking crazy i hate seeing them on my on my feed that is the best. wait and it's called yeah. here's your daily dose of dick no it's called life without dick and she always says <laughs> here is your daily dose of dick it's like, Yay. yeah, that's cute. That's that was that was real cute the first hundred and ninety five times you did it. It never gets old. And now other people are like copying her. Somebody was doing it with for Patrick Stewart for a little while, but I think she got told to stop. <laughs> oh, um, man. Or maybe, or maybe she just gave up 
and then like somebody's doing it now for some other person i think who is a a singer or something i don't really know who it is i don't recognize him and i don't remember the name off the top of my head and i'm not going to go look so (laughs) but it drives me crazy like can we all just find our chill for like five days please and not beg for guests so much because it's really annoying um and then I'm a little mad that the Dark Souls 3 DLC just came out and I don't care about it. Yeah, that's like, pretty disappointing. I forgot it was even coming out until yesterday. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. It's good. Yeah, it's I fun. wanted I I wanted to like it. And, like, I came out of Dark Souls 3 a little lukewarm on it. And then I didn't really like Ashes of Ariandel that much. It was fine, I guess. I didn't like sis- the Sister Freed boss fight. I, like um, I don't like that it's so many phases. Because <laughs> the design's great. It looks really Super cool. cool. It's, it's cool in concept. It's pretty neat. It's, it's really cool annoying, in concept, though. but I don't really like playing it. And so now I'm like, oh, the Ring City's out. <laughs> Gonna go back to sewing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm playing Zelda. Say- <laughs> or in a week it's going to be Persona 5. Yeah. yeah. That's why I got to play it now, because Persona 5 is coming out. Yep. Hmm. I'm just disappointed. I wish I liked Dark Souls 3 more than I ended up no, liking no. it. I, like, fell in love with it. And then, like, going from 3 back to 2, I was like, wow, 2 is this hunk of garbage, even though, like, 2 was my first one. And I was like, this is the greatest video game I've ever played in my entire <laughs> life. Nothing will ever compare to this. So, like, 3 just felt like a big upgrade from that. So, it's just, I still haven't even beaten Dark Souls 1. So, I don't really I have think, anything to compare it to. I think, unfortunately, like, Ashes of Ariandel didn't quite live up to the expectations that the Dark Souls 1 DLC and that the Bloodborne DLC kind of set for it. Yeah. Because those are, like, amazing DLCs. Yeah. And, uh. like, I I didn't really like the Dark Souls 2 DLC that much, either. No, um, Dark Souls 2 Except DLC for, I liked fine. Frozen, I liked Frozen Elium Lois. That, that one's cool. That probably really cool. That's the Crown of the Ivory King, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one's, one's cool. But I didn't really like the other two that much. I don't think anything will live up to Bloodborne's DLC. Yeah, that's, so see, it's a little unfair. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. And like, it was mostly story DLC, and it was like yeah, a really good story. It was like short, but it felt like replaying. It's like, wow, this is a lot shorter than I remember it being my first time through, but it's still just so good. Like, there's so much to unpack in it. it I also fantastic. really like horror games, and that's like that's yeah. what the DLC for Bloodborne is especially the research hall is like super horrifying yeah that was creepy i loved it it made me sad like it was just depressing when you walk in yeah. there and like talk going... to the npcs yeah and you like find that room where there's a bunch of them lying in beds like screaming Ugh, it's yeah. just so horrifying it's awful <laughs> so bad yeah what was the I name seem of to the... have dropped my eyes <laughs> yeah it's like oh buddy what was that yeah. one the name of the one uh npc that was uh all upset about um i don't think she was upset about lady maria but she's like strapped to that chair and you have to go get her the yeah oh. what's her name oh is yeah, it yeah. ariana but, no yeah no. like i felt like i fell for her so i was like i gotta find the brain stuff the brain fluid and it i was, was like it's it not adeline. adela adeline that's right. yeah and i'm like i remember i'm like i gotta get it for her because i feel so I bad get for her, her. The goop. and then but she's you have to, like, like kill the, the other ones 
Yeah, and then like yeah. they scream all terrifying. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And then when come you come back, so it's okay. Yeah, but then when you've like finished it, like finish it, you know, her little quest thing, she's like one of those little sacks in the corner too, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. no! <laughs> what have I done to you? Yeah, I'm like, oh no. But she's happy, so I. That's mean... true. Yeah. yeah, I guess there's that. You the, the real fucked up thing is that you have to kill her to get the final brain fluid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, yeah, I remember. I remember the jump between the two and three, or three and four, or however many you end up giving her. Where there's like, she's in the chair, and you reload and come back, and then. It's like, oh, gotta go give this last brain fluid to... Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's depressing. But anyway, I'm sad that I ended up not loving Dark Souls 3, aside from a couple of areas and boss fights. Like, the dancer's really cool. Dancer's super cool. I wore that armor forever. Yeah. It's not even that good of armor. That's what made me No, but upset. it looks cool. The sheer cloth in the yeah, back. Yeah, it looks good. Like her yeah. swords. Makes really your character's chunk. butt look real nice. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's just the funniest thing in the world to me. I was upset that her, uh, the dancer's blades weren't that great. Like, they were just pretty, No, I guess, they have but... the cool spin-to-win attack, but they're not very good. But even that, it's like... It's not even that good. It doesn't do a lot of damage. You can't be a jerky bleed build and yeah. stack it with that. And so once you figure out the parry timing, like I had somebody come after me with that. I was like, nope. And they were like, oh, God. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of uh, flashy stuff in Dark Souls 3 that's like, it's not really anything other than flashy. Yeah, yeah. like there's two weapons no three weapons i alternate between i'll use the fire long sword which is always like the best sword to have <laughs> since two like that i care i use that game all the i'll use that sword all the way through the game and then uh i've got a great axe and then yorm's great machete and those are my three weapons that i use, I use like three. a basic ass long sword the entire time oh i had no motivation God. to change it <laughs> And like it once it was fully upgraded, it was fine. But give I it I, that I extra I, bit of fire, and then all of a sudden, well, I think I gave it catching. sharp. I made it like a sharp one, so it would scale with dex or whatever the one that scales with dexterity is. And then it was like I was basically unstoppable. <laughs> like it was a to- perfectly fine weapon. Yeah. And none of the other like I I tried like Farron's great sword and a bunch of stuff and didn't really have a lot of motivation to change because none of the weapons were particularly fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at least none of the ones that I liked. I just use uh, Yorm's machete because the damage output on that is wicked awful. Like, it's slow, but its reach is ridiculous. So you're either going to hit the person or you're going to stun them. And that goes for, like, uh, monsters as well. So it's just really nice. Yeah, it's like the meat cleaver in Demon Souls. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. I don't like fighting against it, but I like using <laughs> it. That's how it always works. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we should uh, get into some salt. Some real salt. Super salt. Yeah. So, um, this is incoming salt. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, apparently, uh, our interactions before we started podcasting with uh, Mr. Jeremy Greer um, <laughs> has uh, 
reached a, a, a level of saltiness that um, I'm kind of proud of. Uh, <laughs> he had uh, tagged our uh, podcast salt account with saying, dang, someone kicked me out of the server. Uh, to which I took a screenshot of him saying, uh, I'm getting pinged every time y'all post on this channel. Now I'm salty. Uh, <laughs> to which I replied, uh, just trying to keep your salt levels up. And uh, he just put a giant, wow, dragging me in public. I see how it is. So uh, here are the salt report. We want to just make sure everybody's salt levels are on the even playing field. And uh, Oh, Allison wants to join the chat, though. We should invite her. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. We should have Allison on sometime. That'd be fun. She should, she I should was be our say, next guest star. Yeah, our first like, guest star. That'd be yeah. great. Allison, was, you're now our first guest. Yeah, exactly. Get us up, Allison. Next week. <laughs> Get yeah. ready. Get ready. I was going to say, like, yeah, we should totally have her on and um, have her talk about the DLC. Allison, we're calling you out right now. Yeah. Right air. now. I mean, Grant, <laughs> you won't hear guest. this until Monday, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got quite a big delay between yeah. episodes, but listen, we'll have it worked out by then. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh... Jeremy, you're still our Papa Smurf, but uh, we've yeah. got to make sure you're, you're salty Papa Smurf. <laughs> salty Smurf. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess getting into the salt bit of things, um, like I said, I was like so cinnamon rolled out and sugary and stuff like that. that um, uh, I think actually on Sunday, I kind of like, look, I'm, the, I'm that dude that gets like, I don't know, like really salty and angry and road ragey. Um, my and, road rage is passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, just I've, do whatever you want, man. It's fine. You didn't almost cause an accident or anything. <laughs> well, uh, when I was younger and more hot headed, I guess, um, there was times where I was like, dude, we should pull over. And so, so <laughs> stuff like that happened with my road rage. And uh, so, some of it was uh, really stupid. And so I've become better with my road rage. But I still get it. Um, but I don't, like, you know, chase people or run them off the road anymore. Um, so uh, I was just thinking about, like, hey, how does, you know, road rage? And then I was thinking, how do I usually cope with it? And then I remembered, hey, there's games like Grand Theft Auto and Sleeping Dogs where... If somebody does something, you can run them over with a car or <laughs> take a bazooka to their car. And then I was like, hey, I realized that maybe GTA and games like that are like kind of like a stress reliever for when I have road rage. And I don't know if this is a cry for help and uh, that, or if it's actually just salt. But um, I don't know if you guys have had that feeling or if you guys just lose it on Grand Theft Auto and... Run people over. Uh, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto in <laughs> yeah. like It's like, years. yeah, no one's really played it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played any of the games. I think the last um, one I played was uh, San Andreas. Oh, wow. And I, like, found a dildo in the showers. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm done playing. And those yeah. games were coming out when, like, San Andreas and all that came out when I was pretty young. And yeah. when I was younger, my mom kept a tight lid on what video games uh. I was allowed to play. So I was not allowed to play M-rated video games until I was old enough to buy them at the nice. age of seventeen. So, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna but say one of my one of my favorites is um, a game called Sleeping Dogs, which is pretty much the same style of like um, you know <laughs> stealing cars and driving cars and all that stuff. 
Um, the only difference is uh, it's set in China, and you kind of have this. You're an undercover cop, so you kind of like thread the line of are you going bad or are you still a cop? And you're putting these different situations on um, what missions you want to do. Do you want to do triad missions or do you want to do cop missions? And um, it's more melee than it is guns, like the way um, Grand Theft Auto is. But it does have this like really cool mechanic when you're in the car because it does like the, I guess, typical action movie where you can kind of jump out of your car and jump onto another car or just jump out into like escape or whatever. But if you hold the button, it'll actually hold the door open. So I got into this really bad habit of like running up to guys on motorcycles and popping the door. (laughs) And it's just, I don't know, it's like really cool stress reliever, especially when you have road rage. Um, I guess I'm not a good person is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) But um, Well, I I mean, I'd use Dark Souls PvP for stress relief, which would then just cause more stress, but when I get a win, I'd be like, I feel so much better now after just ruining <laughs> this person's life. <laughs> <laughs> Beating yes. people up for stress relief. It happens. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty merciless in like these games, though, so I feel like <laughs> I don't know if I should share this, but I've been like so, like, you know, I love the robot, so I gotta bring some kind of saltiness to the table. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, in those games, I used to, like, run over pedestrians all the time and I was like oops I don't know if I could do it now because I'm so concerned with everybody like last time I played Skyrim I like trampled somebody with my horse and I jumped off and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like attacking me I'm like no 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 stop attacking me I'm sorry just take me to jail <laughs> yeah I have a feeling that like I was looking at the spectrum of like is it like D&D that has like the chaotic neutral and mm-hmm. And that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I would be chaotic neutral because, like, I would try to be nice, but the second someone slighted me in the least, I'm like, you must die. You have to die. I have yeah, no. Because <laughs> I think I would be the same way. Like, I'd be like, if I was driving, I wouldn't care about the pedestrians. But then you know how, like, sometimes there's that weird, like, supposedly you get too close to them. They're like, hey, watch it, buddy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're dead. You're dead. Like, why <laughs> right. Why did you say, like, if they're like, hey, I'm walking here. I'm like, no, now you're dead. Because like, you just said that to me. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Yeah, like, Assassin's Creed is kind of like my GTA. Because I'll just, like, I bump into a guy. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just like, stab. Keep walking. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> if okay. If anyone stops me, I'm just like, okay, you're, so it depends on the game, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah Assassin's true. Creed, I'm brutal and awful. And I just don't even care. Awesome. Okay, so I'm not a lunatic. You're not. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's at least two of us. Assassin's Creed, I will try to be stealthy for a mission, and then if the minute it stops working out, like if one guy sees me, it's like, well, everyone has to die now. (laughs) Well, like, in Brotherhood, I just stack guards' bodies, and people will be like, oh my god! (laughs) And the guards will keep coming out and keep killing them, just like start stacking them. Yeah, I just have a big pile of guards, and like the townspeople will be running screaming in every direction. It was like, alright, job well done. (laughs) <laughs> definitely like i was like the pokemon trainer in for of uh assassin's creed 4 black flag but the minute us the uh other ship's captain and i locked eyes it was time for combat <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like anyone looks at you the wrong way in assassin's creed it's like oh you're done i'm coming for you like what you got on that ship nothing doesn't matter boom like even <laughs> civilians because you know some of them will like if you bump into them they say something sassy to you i just be like nope, nope. 
you're done. Time to go. <laughs> or there's there's a couple that are like specifically meant to annoy you too. Like there's the the beggars or whatever in Assassin's Creed One, oh, at yeah. least that would just follow you around and, and draw attention to you. And they just punch them, and you kind of feel bad because they're usually old people. But it's like, knock it off. I'm trying to be sneaky. That guard's giving me the side eye now because you won't leave me alone. Yeah. So Why aren't you harassing any of the other 300 NPCs on the street? <laughs> Right. And then you throw some gold for them, but then everybody, like, crowds around. It's like, ah. It was uh, vastly improved when they stopped putting characters like that in the games, let me tell you. Because I don't remember anything like that from Black Flag. Mm-mm, I didn't um, play Black But then you also spend a lot of time at sea on Black Flag, so. Yeah, they didn't have that. In- you should play Black Flag. That's, like, the best one. <laughs> I'm playing Syndicate? I oh, think yeah, I heard that one's good. In jolly old London town. It's pretty fun. It's a little less uh, sneaky, though, because the the townspeople are awful. Like, you do anything, and they're they're just so jumpy. Like, I was running, and I hit a wall, and, like, the five people around me were just like, oh, my God, what's (laughs) happening? And the guy goes running, screaming. I'm like, bruh. I just slammed into a wall on accident. You're like I'm just screaming. Clumsy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's okay. Like I'll see if I can find some video I took of it, like where I was trying to like jump over this thing, and like everyone got all spooked by me. I'm like, come on! I I just bumped you. Like they have the mechanic where you can hide in the crowd, but if you just bump shoulders with somebody, the whole, like the group gets all startled and they like. <laughs> look at you and then walk away it's like no 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 what why i did i i bumped you i'm sorry so i was a little mad um in assassin's creed 3 which i didn't like overall but one thing i liked about assassin's creed 3 is that um when you did blending type stuff like if you leaned up against a a wall or whatever connor would do stuff right to make himself blend in like he would pretend to shop at the the fruit stalls or he would lean against the bar Like, why'd they get rid of that? That was such a cool thing. It was such a nice touch, and I wish they would have kept it in. If, like, even They just, already have the animation rigging, like, just yeah. reuse it. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like, even just Ezio sitting down on a bench with two random people. It was like, that was cool, and now you can't do that anymore. You can't just in actually Unity, you could in. sit down on, on benches, but you would actually kind of sit above the bench because that game's glitchy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think I took video of with it. With the invisible faces. I also faces. took video of, uh, yeah. of NPCs rising out of the earth. <laughs> Rise. I haven't played that game <laughs> since launch, but I got some. I got some amazing video of glitches the first uh, couple of days. I should get back to Syndicate. Like it's really fun. I just don't like playing as the brother. I only like playing as Evie. See, I don't even remember the brother's name. Jacob. Yes, Jacob. Jacob and Evie. Evie's. I haven't so even cool. played the game, and I remember their names. Evie's. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> Evie's the only one that matters. So. True, though. That's accurate. <laughs> She's just so cool. I just remember seeing one scene out of context of her talking to uh, Charles Dickens. And he's like, do you believe in ghost stories? And Jacob's kind of like, meh. And Evie's like, yes! Yes, I do, Charles Dickens! I do believe in ghosts! <laughs> that's like, I love how her. she is, though. I she's love her so, so much. She just, she's so fun. She's good. She makes me not salty. <laughs> uh, I guess I could go next. Yeah. I've I'm salty over Fire Emblem Echoes right now. <laughs> um, I can't get Lucina, no matter how hard I try, and she's the only character I've wanted since this damn game came out like a month ago. Um, my brother has her. My best friend has her. 
uh, like five people I know online have her, but not me. Nope. My one friend, he's just like, oh, I got this cool character named Lucina. Who's she? La 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 la. Like, you shut your mouth right <laughs> now. <laughs> like, I keep getting really, really bad draws for characters, and it's hard to get orbs unless you spend money, and I don't want to spend money. So I'm really uh, upset about that. And uh, today, um, uh, today Chris um, at Local Bones, he got a really bad draw from Heroes. It was all three-star heroes that he already had, <laughs> which really sucks because that cost him 20 orbs to do those. But uh, he wanted us to know of his, uh, his, his current condition right now. It is salt poisoning. Or sodium poisoning. <laughs> it's an intoxication resulting from... He just gave me the definition. <laughs> so, sorry, Chris. I feel that pain. It's awful. It makes me sad. Fire Emblem Heroes sucks. The meta sucks. I'm starting to get dragged into the meta, so I'm getting more salty over Don't the fact that. that I'm doing that. Like That way lies madness. Yeah, well, like... I spent an hour texting my brother this morning, like, hey, what should I do next? And he's like, okay, well, according to this thing, you should do this, this, this. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. So I'm getting sucked in. It's awful. Um, so that's, that's so fun. Don't don't get sucked into Fire Emblem Heroes. It's not meant to be that way. Yeah, I, I don't have much salt. I just put, you know, Peppacura Health, because I keep gluing my fingers to it. That's not That's not too bad. That's just cosplay woes, I guess. Well, I mean, I spent a bunch of time complaining about cosplay, so now you have to, so I feel better <laughs> about it. Well, like, I was fighting with the program at first, because, like, I, I found the files, and somebody was really nice online. Like, he made this 3D model, and he was like, here, you can just, people can have this, I don't care. And I, I got those, I'm like, oh, he didn't unfold them, so I'm gonna have to sit here for two hours unfolding each piece, and this sucks, and I hate this, and then I was really upset about that, and then on Friday I realized, oh, I was looking at the wrong file. He actually provided two different files oh, no. with it unfolded. I'm sorry, dude, I don't know that I'll never talk to you. Oh no. <laughs> so that was cool. And then the next issue was uh, the program wasn't reading my my paper right, or my printer was being weird about it, and so... I'd print it, and it would cut off half of it. I'm like, oh my god, no, why are you doing this? So I wasted, like, 20 pages of paper, and it was awful, and then I figured out I just needed to go in and put the actual dimensions in, even though the paper I had selected was the right size paper. It it was weird. It was dumb. And then after that, I had to reposition every little piece to fit the pages. So that that was a pain in the butt, but it was fine. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of worried that even though I rescaled it to be the right scale, that's not going to be the right scale. We'll just so, test it as you're putting it together. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, mm, maybe this is this is okay, maybe not. And, and then remember, if it's a little bit off, no one's gonna know. Right. So that's why I'm not. I haven't scrapped it yet because if it's just a little off, it's not gonna matter. Uh, you gotta subscribe to the uh, five foot rule with cosplay. <laughs> if it looks shitty from like right up close, it probably but looks it looks fine. okay from arm's length. It's fine. Right. <laughs> like God. So it, it's it's a process. The other issue is um, some of the pieces just kind of like over 
outplay each other in the 3D model, and so it's kind of it's going to be tough matching it up exactly to how it's supposed to piece together, like as a physical thing. So I'm like kind of taping the parts together with a. Uh, some painters tape just lightly hold it so I can see the shape and kind of get an idea of what I'm doing and how I'm going to have to glue it at the end because I don't want to commit to gluing these parts together yet until I have more to kind of form the shape and then uh, I need to do like I'll have to harden it and I'm worried about hardening it with fiberglass resin I'm just like oh my god this is such a stupid project why did 3d printer at work have to be stupid right when I needed it <laughs> So I'm upset at work for using their 3D printer that isn't mine. So I shouldn't be upset about that, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, speaking of cosplay, looking into clone trooper armor and how to make that junk, like, a lot of people just straight up buy molds of it. Like, it's, yeah. they'll buy, like, these plastic molds and then... It comes in this big box, and then they have to, like, shave it all down and then resize it. But it costs them, like, $400 to buy this, like, kit. Well. And it's like, why do I want to spend $400 to buy this kit when the idea is that I should be making this myself and not well, I think, spending $400? Well, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it was my understanding that they would get molds and then fill them with fiberglass resin and make them themselves out of the... Maybe molds. that's because. Well, um, I don't know because I. At least I've found, some people do it. Yeah, but. but like this is ones where people have done that and then they're selling the molds that they're making. It's really weird. Like, yeah, well, you can make. They're doing that because there's tons of money in that, right? It's, uh, I know that like there's sort of a um, like the 401st Legion. Mm -hmm. They have like their molds that are screen accurate, and so a lot of people will buy those. And, yeah, that's just it. Um, that's the one I've been looking at, and like all those people are really nice and cool, and I've talked to a couple of them. But it's like, uh, I just, I don't want to. I don't care if I'm not super accurate. Like, well, it would be yeah. cool to be part of that group because they just do a lot of cool charity stuff and hang out. Also, I just want to have clone trooper armor that I can just walk around with at Comic-Con in Seattle and stuff. Yeah, I, um, it's not easy to get into the... Is it the 401st or the 501st? Uh, 501st. 501st. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy to get in there, so... No, you have to be, like, <laughs> everything needs to be just right. So I'm like, I don't want to stress about that. I just want something I, that's passable for my me. My friend knows a dude that does Darth Vader, and he can't oh, get into the 501st because he, shaped, he reshaped the pauldron so that he could move his arms. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> and wow. because of that, it's no longer accurate. Yeah, it's no I'll, longer screen accurate because the pauldrons are too small. Yeah, because I like joined one. I joined the clone trooper forum, and everyone's really nice and cool. But some of them are like, "So, are you going for movie accuracy or animation accuracy?" And I'm just like, I just want a fucking suit. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I just want to run around as a clone trooper. Yeah, why you gotta be so serious? It was really the same cool. thing. Sorry. Oh, uh, there's um. You go. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, I that was I had some, kind of a similar experience when I was making my Ray costume. And bear in mind that I was making this costume before the movie came out on DVD, uh, while it was still in theaters. So I didn't really have a lot of reference material to make it screen accurate. Mm -hmm. Not that I was really going for that anyway. And so, like, but when I was making it, a lot of people were asking me, like, "Oh, are you gonna go for the uh, 
the 501st. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. this is chiffon. Like, they're going <laughs> to kick me out based on that alone. <laughs> yeah, like, I found this this guy, he had posted, like, it was just a cosplay tutorial. It's like, yeah, this is my Sithicodal or Acolyte uh, cosplay, and I'm, I'm going to submit this to the 501st. And then, like, I'm going through, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. This is really cool. And then you get to the bottom, it's like, I've scrapped this, but I'm just going to leave this tutorial here. I didn't get accepted. I was like, what? Aww. Everything is so detailed and good. But it wasn't accurate enough. So it's like, I don't want that stress. I just want clone trooper armor, you guys. That's all I want. I just <laughs> want to be a cool clone trooper. Like, that armor is so cute. That's why I like it. Stormtroopers, not cute. Clone Troopers, specifically Phase 2, which is a thing I didn't know about until last week when I googled it. Uh, that's <laughs> the cutest. Like, I am learning so much about clones in the past week. It's great. They're so sweet. Make sure when you wear that in public that you have someone to lead you around because you're not going to be able to see out of the helmet. <laughs> oh, that's the worst part. I'm probably going to have to buy like a helmet. Because, like, the helmet's going to be the worst part to try and make. But yeah. the helmet kits are, like, $150 to $200. And <sighs> Whereas the armor, I did find uh, this guy on YouTube a few years ago. He went through the process of making uh, clone trooper armor using, um, like, foam. And yeah. he made these templates, but he he put videos up of like you know explain what the template was and then like a time lapse of him like doing the specific piece for that video and then he had all the files linked in the description and it's just really nice these sharing it's like yeah i've just want i want this armor i want it since i was a kid now i'm making it so this is how i did it here are the files everybody be a clone trooper i'm like that's so sweet can confirm making it out of foam is going to be way cheaper <laughs> oh yeah like i just it'll be good you can get a pack of those uh, foam gym mats for like twenty five bucks. Right, so it'll it'll be fine. And I don't know, watching a couple of them, how he does it, it's easy. It's like, well, this makes sense. Of course, you'd want to make it. You'd want to shape it this way, and then you just gotta worry about painting it afterwards. Which there are plenty of resources out there on how to paint foam and oh, yeah. process for that. So yeah, that's that's my cosplay salt that ends with more hope than the saltiness. <laughs> a new hope? <laughs> a new yes. Uh, oh. oh, I do have one small note. Uh, we have I I'm part of a Pathfinder campaign, and we meet up every Sunday. And this past Sunday, I rolled four critical failures. <laughs> four. Did you die? <laughs> I did not. I think I only took like one point of damage from all of that. But each failure was super bad in that it messed up stuff for my team. And, you know, that's a first for me. Four. I ended up throwing two dice across the room because I was just like, I'm done with you. Like one of them I rolled. <laughs> and the worst part was I was using my cool favorite t D20s. One was like this neat, sparkly one. And that one failed me. So I hucked it across the room because it failed. I rolled ones twice like in a row off of it and then the next one was my really cool purple with gold numbers i'm like this one makes me think of the queen of the awoken from destiny and i love her this one will bring me glory in battle and i rolled two critical failures in a row so i threw that one across the room <laughs> it was very upsetting so my paladin didn't get much experience because she wasn't 
doing anything but failing. <laughs> you know the um the pet shaming. Yeah, thing? no that, that someone happened. did that with their dice. <laughs> I did that too. I don't know if I slow the picture, but our, our group did that because it was pretty good. Uh, we have a gnome, and my paladin was gonna throw the gnome <laughs> at something, <laughs> and I rolled a one for that check, so I ended up like rolling with the gnome and making her pass out. It was pretty funny. It was something ridiculous. So yeah, you know, not not too much salt. Are you going to be able to save the salt? Okay, can you, can you uh, do that for maybe us? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> we'll start with, um, I got real salty playing Breath of the Wild last night. Um, <laughs> I struggle with the combat in that game because I don't like that my weapons break all the time. I would honestly prefer if they just took that out. I don't. I hate the weapons are constantly breaking. And so a lot of times I will avoid random encounters in combat, which means that I'm being chased by millions of enemies at all times. So a lot of it is my fault. But also because I'm not doing the combat, I'm not getting any better at it. And it's causing all kinds of problems now that I'm... I've got one divine beast down... Um, actually, I got a little bit salty about that a couple nights ago because I went into the dungeon with almost no arrows Ooh. and found out that they were very important for that boss fight. Yes. So I had to leave and go get arrows. And then as I was coming back, the blood moon came. So all the enemies inside the dungeon respawned. And thankfully, I only had to clear out two of them and then just rush straight into the boss room. But I was pissed. <laughs> And then after that, that boss fight was, like, way easy all of a sudden, because my weapons weren't breaking all the time, and I could keep my distance, and I wasn't just getting wrecked constantly. Um, but also, because I struggle with the game, I always worry that I'm, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for the next part of the story. Like, I, I should run around and do shrines and stuff for a little while, and then I get frustrated because I'm not going anywhere, and just kind of hunting for shrines, and climbing towers and that led to a real big salt moment last night because i found a tower um in a in like a pond sort of it was like a marshland and it was just crawling with lizalfos and whizrobes that all had lightning based attacks <laughs> and just i'm not sure if this is just a feature of the area or if it's just like something that happens randomly in the game, but there was a lightning cloud overhead that was also zapping me the entire time. Um, so I had to keep ditching all my metal gear because... Metal gear? I, I noticed after the yeah, first time yeah. it happened that, that it tracks <laughs> the lightning. And I'm sorry I'm steamrolling your pun, but <laughs> no, I gotta get this, this complaining out. Um, and so I finally made it to the top of the tower. The other problem I get, have is that I get impatient when I'm climbing because it's so slow. So I jump and then I run out of stamina way faster and fall and have to do it all over again. Um, I also had another tower in the wasteland where I was trying to um, I was trying to climb onto. Th- it was surrounded by a mud pit, so you can't walk across those because you just sink into them and die. And so I was trying to like get onto something a bit higher and glide to the base of the um, tower and just kind of scramble up. But no matter where I stood, the wind would be blowing against me and then I would change positions and the wind would switch directions to be blowing against me. So if I tried to glide into it, I'd be gliding against the wind. And that made me so angry. (laughs) Like, Nintendo, let me climb this tower how I want, (laughs) not how you want. 
I don't even remember how I ended up getting up there, but it sucked. And I was really annoyed that the climbing controls didn't don't have like a jump backwards off of something like in Shadow of the Colossus or any Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, or basically kinda. anything that has climbing in it. I'm not sure what's up with that, but okay. You, you have to like <laughs> jump and it's weird. Well, when I do that, he just jumps straight off and falls down. Yeah. So. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I should probably just um, deal with it and, like, brave up and do one of the story parts, but I'm not really sure. They don't give you a ton of direction on which one's, like, the correct direction to go. That's the problem. I want this to be like Ocarina of Time. And Ocarina explore. of Time held your hand and <laughs> took you through the whole game, and I wasn't expecting... Legend of Zelda to trust me to be a competent video game player. <laughs> well, I mean, if you just explore everything, you'll figure I know. out where you need to I go. Have to, I have to be a competent gamer and you... play the game by myself. Well, That's the problem. I've been avoiding <laughs> all the story stuff. Like, I'm just now finally getting into a lot. Like, I did the first Divine Beast because I accidentally stumbled into that quest. And I was like, I'll just stick with yeah, it. Yeah, me too. But then I That's found me too. I found the other two. And it's like, okay, I can recognize that this is the quest that's going to send me, so I just kind of leave them hanging, and then I went and filled in the rest of my map, and I've been exploring, like, everything. Like, there are areas where I'll revisit, and it's like, oh my god, this whole other yeah, that's what little I, area that's in this big area was here that I didn't even know about, so I have to comb through that. And yeah, that's that's sort of what I've been doing lately, is that's why I found two towers in a row, is because I was yeah. trying to fill out the map. But so I got frustrated with that, too, because it. it's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. So there's not really, like, I love the game. I I feel like I'm complaining about it a lot, but I, I am really enjoying the game. I just sort of, um, am easily frustrated. Uh, I guess it just, it, it's really good. It just wasn't what I was expecting. So I'm like, uh, but still like awesome game and I'm really enjoying it. I just need to like remember how to play video games sometimes i guess <laughs> i'm just not very good at video games maybe that's what it comes down to <laughs> well i was like so used to to playing breath of the wild that it really messed me up for jumping into the dark souls dlc today i was oh, just no. like the frame rate was so different i'm like oh my god what's happening but that uh, happened to me with uh, Return to Yarnum. I had been playing <sighs> Neo and oh. went back to um I played a little bit of Zelda and then I went back to Bloodborne for 30 minutes and I was trying so hard to play it like Neo and it was bad. It was real bad. I think that's what's happening with Vader right now. Is he's having trouble yeah. cuz he's so used to Neo. Yeah, he was talking about that on Twitter earlier too. Don't give up. <laughs> don't give up, skeleton. <laughs> it's so funny how that can happen. Like, I think the same thing happened while I was playing near the um the dodge mechanic is like the right trigger. But then I'm all hitting like, you know, circle to to spin and stuff like that because of it. I'm sorry, my baby came in the room. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> No, I twenty five hours or more into Zelda, and I'm still not used to the controls. I keep pressing B to jump and stuff. <laughs> I'm not really sure why that is. It's but. it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I'll go to use a weapon, and I put it away. I'm like, no, 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 no. I wanted to swing it. I don't want to put it away. I don't want to do that. Mm. So, it's 
Yeah, I yeah, think even when I first controls. started playing Dark Souls, I was so used to like combat being like the X and Y button. And then, like, I'm like, why does he keep drinking that juice stuff? Like, it's supposed to be swing. The <laughs> right. problem I had when I went triggers? back to what? when I went back to Dark Souls after Bloodborne was that I kept hitting triangle to heal, and I would just oh. two hand my weapon <laughs> instead. It was really bad. I also kept forgetting I had a shield, so I wasn't used to being able to guard. Yeah, I would do that too. Or on Bloodborne, I would start shooting people. I'm like, that's right, it's not a shield. It's it's a blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on from that, another uh, disastrous fan experience update. Someone was on Facebook. I posted the screen cap to Twitter, but someone was on face on the Facebook page was claiming that uh, they received counterfeit money as change in the vendors' hall. What? Um, what most likely happened? I mean, there's two things that could have happened, which was that the vendor was using counterfeit money, or the more likely explanation, which is that a uh, shopper used counterfeit money and the vendor didn't realize and gave it back as change Mm -hmm. so um i saw the picture it looked quite a bit like real money it was just like a darker green color and it said school money on it so if you weren't looking you wouldn't have known um so that's great also um stan lee was supposed to be at fan experience but he wasn't able to make it because he was sick so um they were saying okay well refund all your vouchers and why not for autographs or pictures or whatever it is people do when they go to see celebrities at FanX. And um, he ended up doing like a Skype panel instead of his regularly scheduled one. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but the refunds are going a little weird apparently because I've been, I like opened up Facebook this morning at work and like every fifth post was what's going on with the refunds? Why did I get a bunch of photo vouchers? I want my money back. Like, what is this? So, not really sure what's up with that, but um, I assume they're sorting it out. Uh, but a lot of people are pretty mad right now because like, I was expecting to get back like $500 today, and where is it? I'm, what are these stupid photo op vouchers? <laughs> so, oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't spend any money for that because it sounds like a mess. But um, more a little bit more on the cosplay vein is uh, cosplay prop etiquette. People don't know cosplay prop etiquette. <laughs> there was someone recently asking about, um, do I have to put an orange safety tip on my gun? Like, yes. <laughs> yes, you do. It's federal law. Yeah. And uh, also, like, I, I don't know. I've seen lots of problems with, with people, like, waving their prop pistols around in public yeah. or holding them at all while they're in public, which is a really bad idea. And actually, uh, Denver Comic-Con has banned prop firearms this year for Comic-Con because they just don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, They had the uh, extra special, super nice experience of having to turn away people who tried to prop check real guns a couple times in a row. And then on top of that, um, last year's comic-con if i remember correctly happened pretty shortly after the pulse nightclub shooting and so people were extra on edge it was comic-con and pride at the same time and there the place was crawling with cops and apparently they were getting a lot of calls about people with what were what ended up being prop firearms in public that were not being very smart with them so just a reminder to everybody for god's sake (laughs) put put your fucking gun away when you're in public like I don't care if you think it looks obviously fake. Some rando's going to think that's a real sniper rifle mm-hmm. and call the cops. 
or like same with swords and everything don't wave them around don't brandish them don't like just leave them in your ideally leave them in your cars or your hotel rooms but if you can't do that at least like keep them mostly hidden or sheathed or whatever yeah. um i kind remember even last year at fanex there was a guy who was dressed as some sort of like prohibition era gangster with a tommy gun and he kept resting the tip of it on the balcony and i'm just like someone's gonna think you're gonna open fire into the crowd yeah. what are you doing it was like late at night just, like god i hate it so much and it only takes like one or two people to ruin it for everybody else mm-hmm. so it's especially frustrating where it's like hey maybe don't do something that'll end up with you getting tased you're right <laughs> <laughs> Or worse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my salt. I'm really annoyed with people constantly whining about the prop rules because yeah. they're there for a reason. And yeah, they're getting stricter because people keep being dumbasses about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like I... Cosplayers are really terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just because you have the costume on doesn't mean you're really the person you're in costume as. Like, that's what like takes it back to that Deadpool thingy. Like it's like just because you put on the mask doesn't make doesn't give you like you know allowance to be a jerk. Like, um, yeah, yeah. And like, so, if, oh, but it's oh, the character. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put this in the document. But since we're talking about Deadpool cosplayers, like, um, <laughs> pl- cosplayers who wear spandex suits in general, please wear proper underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wear God. dance belts or oh. whatever kind of underwear you have to wear to make sure that you're not exposing yourself. Well, Please, it should also be, everyone uh, will thank you. It should also be people putting on spandex that should only be like you know, like you should have the body type for. I think spandex. Uh, I don't want to go that far. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I I know my body shape is not the type that needs to be in spandex, so I would want to do everybody else in the world a favor by not choosing to be Deadpool. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't <laughs> want to get into like body shaming territory. That's kind of a fine line. I just just please wear proper underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Because yeah, for sure that is a constant problem at Comic Cons, and it's like man, oh, man. just. <laughs> Which is funny. I doubt they're even all that expensive. And because it, yeah, that's funny because like there's actually in the Deadpool comic book there's uh he makes fun of Spider Man for that like he's it's like a total inappropriate joke but he's like you know you should really think about what you do with your spandex because I don't need to know what religion you are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was pretty like hilarious. So you would think the comic book guys would be taking a page from the comic books themselves, but. Um, no, they don't really think about it, I guess. Yeah, I just I don't know if you you guys watch Venture Brothers, but um I've seen I used a little bit to. of it. Um yeah, I just I like their those guys' dialogue and I guess they always go to like Dragon Con. I guess that's like kind of like their favorite one. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's in Georgia. Yeah, and I think it's mostly because like one of them has like this inner ear thingy so he has to take the train to go to cons and so it's closer to where they're at. But um I just remember him talking about like Spider-Man just saying that like um, he always gets kind of sad because, like, you never see, like, the perfect Spider-Man butt. And then one day at Dragon Con, he did. And he was just so happy because he's like, finally, somebody has, like, the perfect Spider-Man butt. And, like, Spider-Man yeah, he was just, like, so, so happy about it. I was just, I was like, oh, I'm so happy for you that you're happy that there's, like, the perfect Spider-Man butt. <laughs> so, um, 
I think we like asked for any listener input kind of like last minute. I don't think did anybody tweet at us? Uh I don't think so. I just had that little bit from Chris about heroes and getting a bad role. You know, we're we're still in our infancy. We'll we'll yeah. get something Cliff people. Complained about Neo again. <laughs> Cause water's wet. <laughs> Surely you're salty about other things too, man. <laughs> It's it's good. You gotta keep people on their toes with that neo salt. <laughs> um, I feel like Vader had I, said something about Overwatch. Did he? Yeah, I think did he's I like, are you guys? I think he was like, are you guys just a? If Overwatch? we were prepared, we would have it <laughs> in front of us. <laughs> yeah, but we're we not just... professionals. No, I'm looking for it right now. I think he says something like, are you guys a? Oh yeah, here it goes. He says. um... Yo, podcast salt. Is this an Overwatch cast or a salt cast? <laughs> and then he put because I have lots of salt for Overwatch. You should give us. And I just over- responded with yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, give us your Overwatch salt. Goodness, I know most of it. He said, like, I know he doesn't really care for the way the the characters look. I guess they're uh, their models. They kind of look like you know Pixar, and they're kind of really. I guess he doesn't like the aesthetic of it. Um, I know he was super salty about Hanzo, um, really? not taking off his shoes in the uh, brothers. Um, short. Oh yeah, a bunch of people got really oh. salty. About he that. was like, "Not on my watch!" <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "Not today, Hanzo. You get out of my dojo. Um, it's my house." Yeah, he's all, "How <laughs> dare you light incense and have your shoes on?" Um, so yeah, he was super salty about that. Um, but again. Even when he's salty, he's still like the sweetest of sweethearts because he bought the right. game in order to legitly be salty about it. Like he's like, I can't just talk crap. I have to purchase <laughs> the game, which is like a hundred times more expensive in New Zealand, and then play it, and then be like, No, yeah, I still don't like this game. <laughs> so, I mean, props for trying it out, but like, what you couldn't rent it or something? Uh, <laughs> Borrow it from a friend? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay money for a game that I knew I wasn't gonna like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember all the details on it. So uh, I'm sure he's gonna listen to this and fill us in because <laughs> I, I can't remember what episode it was that he was talking about it. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I was worried I bought I a lot of games like... I didn't end up liking. But <laughs> yeah, I, I was worried I wouldn't like Overwatch. Like. Oh my god, once I get back to playing that, I'm going to be so salty. Like, I get so angry when I play that game. Like, it's bad, so I need to, like, take a step back, take a deep breath, be like, okay, Nikki, you're getting a little too worked up here. Stop getting upset. Because, you know, like, since it's a multiplayer game, it's like, when when I start getting, like, upset with teammates, it just ruins my mood, and then I stop playing well. And then I'm, like, blaming everybody else. But then when I stop and think about it, it's like, oh, I'm playing really bad because I'm trying to cover a bunch of area that I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't be going up against these people because I'm getting frustrated and, like, leaving my team behind. And so then I become the jerk. And rightfully so. (laughs) I wasn't sure I was going to like it either because I don't really like shooters or multiplayer games in general. But I ended up really liking it. I haven't played it in a long time, though. No, I've been too busy with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, and Persona's I was playing Neo coming. for a long time. Persona's coming. Yeah, there's so I don't even know how I'm going to play Persona. Like, oh my I God. hope they don't pull an armor crog and delay it 12 hours before it's supposed to come out. <laughs> they won't. 
Oh, man. That definitely happened with a game that I bought once. Really? That's the worst. Yeah, Armacrog. Oh. It was a Kickstarter game, and it had already gone through several delays. And then, it, and then like, 12 hours before release, they sent out an email to all the backers that were like, oh, by the way, we're going to delay it for another two weeks. <laughs> no. Well, And dang. when it came out, it still wasn't finished. Dang. I think, like, all the, like, review magazines and stuff already have their copies, so it shouldn't yeah. be delayed yeah. anymore. Like, I follow this guy that works for like IGN or something. He's like, I can't wait to post my review of this oh, game, cool. you guys. Well, it's been out in Japan for long enough. Yeah, right, but it's translated. He, yeah, but he's been playing the uh, the English one, so he's he's excited. Cool. Yeah, there's yeah. so many games coming out. Like, there's the DLC for Dark Souls. I think today the Gladi Gladiolus uh, Final Fantasy yeah yes. episode Gladiolus came, came out. out, and then my uh, my PlayStation was downloading a uh, Final Fantasy 15 update. Earlier <laughs> yeah, today. I still need to go turn mine I on. I still and haven't do played it. that. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I have not bought the DLC though. So the DLC is free. Oh yeah, that's cool. that's, that was one of the coolest <laughs> thing about it. Like it's all free. Like even the, I think that's they have cool. the uh, the chapter thirteen fix. Is gonna yeah, all of that's coming soon. I think they even dropped a teaser for Prompto's um yeah, DLC, yeah. which yes, was I like I'm like my favorite character. Yeah, I was like what <laughs> <laughs> the Chocobo. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't I like know him. anything about that game. Oh, you gotta check it out. Uh, Prompto's the blonde one that dresses oh, like I, a punk. Yeah. I know who everyone is. <laughs> like, I was so excited for this game for like five years, and then. I wasn't excited, and they had the demo, and I was like really, really excited, like oh my god, I'm so excited for 15. And then it came out, and I was like, eh, eh, I don't really I got it care for Christmas, anymore. So. It's like um, I don't, I don't care. Can you play? Like, do you have to play it in English? No. Okay. Because I, I don't think, think I so. like. It. I'm playing it. I'm playing it in English, but um, I, I seem to remember a, a video where someone was playing it in Japanese with English subs. So. I don't like any of the English voices, like at all. Oh, I don't mind them. Like I watched a clip and someone, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, one of the characters, his voice was just a little too uh uh-uh uh for me. <laughs> I I'm forgiving towards dubs because I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm forgiving towards dubs if I guess it depends. Like, yeah. Even like really bad dubs, I'll listen to because I'm just lazy and so I want to be able that, to. I'm very fond Especially of if like bad dubs. Yeah. So yeah. if it's like anime, especially like like if I'm watching it rather than playing it, a lot of times I'll choose to submit myself to, to awful dubs because oh. I want to be able to do something else oh. while I'm watching it. Mm, so yeah. I'm. I'm just really lazy, and so I'll play anything in English. I tried to do that with Gundam Wing a few months Gundam ago. Gundam Wing's got a pretty awful dub. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to have this dub going. I'm going to like do other things. I was like, this is a bad idea. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I couldn't the, um, even get through the first episode. It was so bad. You ever heard, you heard of Ghost Stories? Oh, yeah. Anime? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've watched For those some not aware, <laughs> they, uh, it was so awful that they just decided to do a gag dub. And so it's like completely bonkers. It's really funny. That's crazy. That was like when were we talking about Volcano High like last week? 
Because yeah. that's what that was. I don't know why. That's totally what that was. MTV was so happy about, like, we're going to have all these cool rappers come on and do the voices. Yeah. And, and they were all really, really bad. It was bad. And then I think, like, the dub is actually a completely different story. Like, they re-edited it, right? Yeah. Like, they, they <laughs> re-edited it. Like, they spliced, like, scenes together yeah. that weren't supposed to be together. And I guess, like, the original South Korean film was supposed to be really, really good. So it was weird that yeah. MTV because I remember that. I walked away just like frustrated, and I'm like, the only person that was good was Method Man. <laughs> like everybody else sucks. <laughs> no one wanted I to like... hear Little John go okay and like do Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like I didn't Stop. know who anyone was at the time. Like I oh. watched that like fucking. I think I was in like high school, and I was just like, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I love this. Oh, it drove me bananas. It drove so me bad. oh it drove me crazy and I I don't know how I found the original one and as I was like let me watch this I'm like I can't believe how bad this is I'm like is it really this bad in Korean and then I'm watching it and I'm like this isn't the same story <laughs> what's going on <laughs> like this is a whole lot better than what I just saw yeah um, that like lead actor is in a bunch of like cool looking films that I want to watch now like I haven't thought about that movie in so long. It's like I need to get it now. I have to like <laughs> a friend's coming to visit from California. I'm like I need to get this movie before she gets here so I can make her watch it with me. <laughs> oh, you also submit your su- subject your friends to awful movies for laughs. Uh, I've of done course. That I I made my friend watch Johnny Mnemonic once. Ooh. <laughs> it's like if I have to <laughs> suffer, hilarious. someone else has to suffer with me. So, cool, um, cool. well, I think. That's we got pretty good salt. Uh, I do have some choice uh, snippets from Allison's Twitter from like last night and this morning. It's it's a bunch of it's just you know it's how she was feeling about the DLC, and I thought these were good. <laughs> so I don't know. Do we want to read these? Go for it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. So this is these are in chronological order. And I think these are really great. Boy, this first section of the DLC is the dumbest bullshit I've ever seen in any game ever made. Good job, (laughs) From. (laughs) Check out this new game I got. Unable to Summon Phantom Simulator 2017. (laughs) Oh good, now the bonfire that appears when you kill the first boss won't let me interact with it. Perfect. Also... Why is it where it is, instead of the very obvious place it should be? (laughs) (laughs) I retract my previous statement about finding the dumbest thing ever in a video game. This is worse. (laughs) I don't get how this is supposed to be fun. About to say fuck it and play near because that's a fun game. I'm at the point where I don't think I trust From anymore, even with a new IP. I was like, whoa! Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, holy shit. I'm like, this must be terrible. Yeah, I was so worried going in after reading all these. There's still some more. Um, I haven't had a single bit of fun with this DLC. <laughs> I can't speak to the lore editions yet, but the gameplay of the new Dark Souls 3 DLC is 100% shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take, Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, and Bloodborne are the only good things From has ever made. <laughs> I seriously cannot wait for ukulele to come out so I can wash this Dark Souls taste out of my mouth. And that was the last one I grabbed this afternoon. Oh, man. <laughs> so we need Allison on the show. Yeah. Yes. 
Too much just found on this. Yeah. <laughs> like this, all these are so good. I was almost in tears reading these earlier today. Yeah, no, I, I responded to the only good thing from has made one with. It's hard to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little harsh, but those are the ones that I like from right. from soft. And I had a little conversation with um, with I believe Lord of the Lakes. I can't remember, but um, we were chatting about uh, Kingsfield Four because I played about thirty minutes of that. <laughs> and um, in the first five minutes, actually, I think maybe even within the first minute, I walked forward a couple steps and immediately fell into a trap pit <laughs> and died. That game. I was brutal. like, well, I guess that's how this is gonna yeah. go. <laughs> I, I watched a Let's player do that, and he was like, this game is really hard and awful, but he was he had a good spirit about the whole thing. Uh, one of the Bonfireside chat guys had a like death compilation video that they did, <laughs> where they're just like falling into pits <laughs> and like drowning. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, um, thank you everybody for uh tuning in and uh listening to us uh start off nice and sweet and and pretty salty um <laughs> we found we dug deep into yeah. the salt mines for this we episode did. and uh so yeah and you know what we actually now have a, a twitter so if you guys want to tweet at us um interact we'd love to hear your salty stories or uh, we'll be posting you know maybe listener questions and stuff like that for the following shows um you can find us on twitter at podcast salt and um, all of us uh, have access to it, so we can, you know, you'll probably see, like, Nikki putting her name there, or me putting my name there, or Kay, just so you know who's saying what. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so um, hit us up. Let us know what you yeah. what you think about some of these uh, games we're playing. Um, uh, if and you want to... It can be nerd stuff in general, too. Just Yeah, cosplay. It's just salty. anything that makes you salty in, like, the nerd, you know, nerd culture, I guess. Right. Yeah, so... Um. Yeah. So hit us up there, and if you want to hit us up individually, um, you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart, and um, yeah, I am at Humanity Upgrade, and you can find me at Lost Panda. All right, and that's our show. Thanks for uh, joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. And uh, Bye. we're going to say that Allison is going to be on the show, so uh, expect- yeah, Allison will be on yeah. the show. This is not up for debate. Yeah, Allison, you're on the show. <laughs> you have to come. You have to come guest on it. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna tweet her right now once we get done. I'm gonna be like, you, you gotta come. You on gotta the show be now. on the show. So we'll see you guys next week with Allison as our guest. Until then, <laughs> stay salty. Stay salty. <laughs>
get so lonely We pretend that this works I'm so ashamed of myself Think I need there would be I'm sorry, I'm not more attractive. I'm sorry, I'm not more To me like you say you do Cause it's hard enough You got to treat me like this Lonely enough to let you treat me like this Do you really love me? Or just wanna let me though? 